This episode is sponsored by Smash and Tess, a brand that celebrates everyday women, comfortability, style, and body positivity. Head to smashtest.com to browse small batch, comfy, chic, everyday wear made from their signature bamboo fabric. Don't forget to use the code THANKS for 15% off your first order. The code expires February 28th. Wait, can we talk about our new series? Yes. We all know Thanks Thrifted is a reflection of our friendship and the bond we created because of our thrifting passion. The conversations, the banter, the laughter genuinely mirror our real life discussions. But we've come to realize our BFF chats are filled with so much more that we want to share. We turn to each other constantly for advice on family, fashion, fears, and even food. And no matter what, we know we have the support we need. We're going to step outside of the thrift zone once a month and try out a new mini-series for the next three months called, Wait, Can We Talk About It? Where we bring a topic that we're struggling with outside of thrifting and discuss it together on air. This will be the last episode of every month. We hope you'll join the conversation with us as we dig a little deeper on Thanks, It's Thrifted Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. I'm not ready for this first episode of the series. I am so excited for it. This I'm, I think hard. I think it's easier being on on my side of this than on your side of it because it's so personal to you. Yeah. So we're starting off this new series because we want to just take one episode a month where we talk about things that are bothering us, that we're struggling with, that we're interested in, kind of outside of the thrifting world. A lot of you have taken the time to get to know us over the last three years and you know that Shannon and I are really good friends and we talk about a lot of things outside of thrifting and we wanted to kind of bring you into that side of our friendship. So Shannon said that I should go first this time although now I'm like I wish Shannon would have gone first (laughs) this is way harder than I expected it to be yes you have to be very vulnerable in this moment yeah so we decided to come up with a list of some things that have kind of been on our minds and the first thing that came up for me was this sort of idea of like imposter syndrome, kind of feeling insecure in my creativity sometimes. And I actually come to Shannon for this problem a lot, out kind of off air. And so I think this will be a pretty good conversation. A hundred percent. I think we're going to have a great conversation. And I think we're going to find a lot of ways to remedy the feelings that you have of imposter syndrome. And first off, I just wanted to ask you, just in case anybody out there has never heard of this before, because I feel like it is something that's newer. Like I started hearing it probably like five to eight years ago, Mm -hmm. um, and I I didn't really know what it was. So do you want to tell people like what imposter syndrome is to you and like how you feel it? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think for so long, so many people, especially women, tend to feel this a lot have felt have had this feeling. It's this feeling of doubting your abilities and sometimes feeling like a fraud in your work. I think for so long, so many people felt like this, but we weren't quite sure what the actual term was for it. And my sister is actually the one that 
introduced this term to me, like you said, maybe like six years ago. But this is like a Eunice. That's my last name. <laughs> this is like the Eunice special. We we do this a lot to ourselves. And so when my sister kind of explained that there's an actual term for this, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's exactly how I feel. I don't feel it all the time, but I feel it enough to recognize it. Okay. Okay. I always see it the same as you where I see it as like a female dominated feeling like I don't know if we should call because it's syndrome like should we say it's a feeling for me I feel like it's a feeling because I can go in and out of it Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. a feeling or like I can push my way through it like a feeling yes and I can get to the other side of it so that's why I'm calling it a feeling but uh, my husband has it too like Brian Brian big time has it I had very domineering parents. He had very domineering parents. I don't know about you, but I wonder if it stems from from that and from also kind of both of us are people pleasers. So it's just like, is that where it's coming from as well? Because it's just like, I can't be good enough, but I can make everybody happy kind of thing, you know? Not having done a ton of research on it, I think there are a lot of factors that are involved. I think society as a whole, the way that we've conditioned women to feel in the workplace has a lot to do with it. I think a lot of systemic racism has a lot to do with it. Sexism, all of those things mixed in with like your family upbringing and maybe never really had a support system that kind of ingrained in you that you are worthy of everything and that you have abilities. And it's so funny to hear that Brian has it because it's when I think of Brian, I'm like, he's absolutely amazing at everything he touches. <laughs> I know. And so like, and he's hear- so humble. He's so humble. He's just like, no, I'm not. I'm just a good researcher. No, I'm not. I, I just have a good memory. Like he's always telling me why yeah. he's not good at things. And I'm just like, I wish I had your memory. Get out of here. You know, like, but I feel like that's how imposter syndrome works. You know, like you're, you yourself are telling yourself why you can't be doing this, why you shouldn't have this position. It's really tough because you're constantly fighting in your head with yourself. Yep. So with that said, when you're in the moment of imposter syndrome, like you're really feeling it, you know, it's happening. What kind of things are going through your head? And I I just want to preface by saying that a lot of what I'm going to say comes from a position of privilege. You're going to hear me talk a lot about how I quit my job during the pandemic and started my own business. And I want to recognize that I have done a lot of things that I know that many others may have not had an opportunity to do. So I want to put that out there that I recognize where I'm coming from. So what I'm hearing in my head is, Why would someone listen to what I have to say or the content that I have to create? Why would anybody take me seriously? Okay. Okay. So everything I'm hearing from you is negative. Of course, that's what we knew was going to come out. But um, I feel like sometimes our negative talk is almost on autopilot in our head. You know, like um, a big one for me, I'd be driving to work and I'd be like, wow, this day's going to suck. This day sucks already. I can feel it. I don't want to go to work. Um, and it was just like, it was like I had the 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 job of my dreams and I had an amazing support team. And I like, I had all these positive things. So to change like our mindsets and to change the, the negative talk in your head, we have to reframe, we, we have to reframe what's going on in our head. So it's almost like before, like the, as soon as the first thing that pops in your head and it's like, 
It's like, you, nobody wants to listen to Dina's days or nobody wants to listen to you. Why are you doing this? Like, this is you saying this in your head. You have to stop and be like, think of something positive. So before we get there, because I know that that's going to be hard to be like, let me tell you all these great things about myself, because that's really hard, especially mm-hmm. like we're on a podcast and people are listening and they're going to be like, you know, we don't want them to think like you're being arrogant in this moment because everybody needs to be arrogant in their heads so they can push through this, this feeling. So I want you to go back to the moment that you decided that you wanted to quit your job and that you wanted to start Dina's days full time. I want you to tell me the positive things that you were thinking when that happened. And when you made that decision that made you jump, it made you do it. Like you didn't just dip your toe in. You were like, you'd been dipping your toe in Mm -hmm. for like eight years. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, all right, I'm diving in. Tell me some positive things that were going on in your head that made you do it. I truly believed in that moment that I could do it. Like I believed in myself. I was like, I have almost, well, at that point, it had been like a decade's worth of great ideas and great partnerships in the works. Like, I'm like, I know I like, I remember even saying, I know I can do this. And mm-hmm. I was like, if I just have the time, more time available to me, the possibilities are endless. And mm-hmm. I was fully confident in my decision. And I'm, I, I am still confident in my decision. It's like, what happens to me is like, I have these off days and yeah. I just get so sucked into them that it's like debilitating it's like I start to spiral and I just want to like curl up in a hole and everything is a fraud and everything is fake and everything is overwhelming and it's it's too fast paced and I just I'm like this is not good like I don't feel right I can't do this. What makes me different? What sets me apart? The 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 space is getting too crowded. I feel too old. I feel out of touch. I I don't feel relevant. Like it's just like these spirals. I notice these days happen when I don't feel creative because my okay. job requires me to be creative 24/7. Constantly. Okay. Like it's literally my job. I have to constantly think of creative ways to engage people, to come up with content, to write, to pitch to brands and the days where I'm like, I cannot think of a single idea right now, or this is so overdone. I don't want to do another Valentine's Day post. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, so then I'll go online and I'll be like, let me see if I can find some inspiration, which is the worst thing that I could do for myself because then I go down this rabbit hole of like either comparing myself to other people or I'm like, I did this 12 years ago. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you're losing yourself in the creativity part mm-hmm. of it because the whole point is that you want to be more creative. The The fire that got you going and got you into this and wanted to be full time is having your own license to be creative with however and whenever you want. Because in the corporate world, you're limited to creativity, right? Yes, I was okay. in, that, in that job. Yes. And but but the flip side of that, Shannon, the days that I am feeling creative, if I could bottle up that feeling and just like take a swig of it every morning. Yeah. Like I'm on a high because I'm like, this is what I meant to do. This is the part of my brain that I'm supposed to be activating every day. And it's such a great feeling, whether the post flops or not, just, uh-huh. you know, having like tapped into that creativity and feeling like 
yes, this is the idea I had in my mind and I was able to see it through. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I can't even describe the adrenaline and the the feeling of like success that I get out of that. Yes. Yes. Like I can just, I can even see it in the demeanor of you right now, yeah. like how you've just changed and thinking about those moments that mm-hmm. put you on fire because it's pure passion. Like there's nothing else about it. And passion like really is what drives everyone right now in this moment. Tell me something amazing that goes through your head when you're feeling those like you just you kind of said you said this is the moment this is what I'm meant for but tell me like a something that would go through your head even if it sound, feels arrogant to you I, f- I just feel like I'm good at this I'm good at this yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful because because that's something you need to say to yourself when you're when you're saying really crappy stuff to yourself when you have to stop the the negative talk on like before it gets deeper you need to stop and you need to remember i'm good at this and i know that that's really simple but that's going to shut that jerk up in your head that's telling you you're not and you you need to stop and you need to say no wait i'm good at this mm-hmm. and then as soon as you say that that's going to trigger memory of times that you are good at this and it's going to not times, but like, it's going to bring those things up that you've done that are amazing, you know, that you've done that makes you feel satisfied in what you've, you've decided to do makes you feel accomplished and successful. So just that simple phrase, but I really think it's powerful to stop and say, wait, I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. And then let the other memories of I'm good at this come with it. Mm-hmm. And I think even, even if you're in a really deep, dark spot in that moment. I know that sounds like, cause we've all been in a deep, dark spot like that. Those words aren't going to help, but if you just say it over and over again, but hopefully we can, we'll be able to find some more um, trigger like sentences, like positive trigger sentences to add to that. But I think I'm good at this is going to work for you. I want to read something to you. So this is a quote. The beauty of imposter syndrome is you vacillate between extreme egomania and the complete feeling of I'm a fraud. Oh God, they're on to me. I'm a fraud. So you just have to ride the egomania when it comes and enjoy it and then slide through the idea of the fraud. Guess who said that? Brian. <laughs> Please. I don't know. One of like the most amazing women, uh, one of our, like we- Mindy Kaling, Mindy Kaling. Close, 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 close. Tina Fey, Tina Fey. Oh, Shoot. okay. I wish it was Mindy Kaling. I okay. get so excited. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. But like she like she's done so many amazing things and to think that she has that same feeling. So one of the funniest people and so creative. Like she thrives on creativity and she even feels like a fraud sometimes, you know? So it's just like it's not it's not just for Joe Schmo, you know, like everybody has these feelings. So yeah. it's like we have to like figure out a way to dig ourselves out. Honestly, I just want like I don't want to dig ourselves out. I want to be able to um, stop it before we sink, you know? Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. I, I I don't want people listening to think that, like, I don't believe in what I share and talk about, obviously. Right, so right. sometimes I struggle with the word fraud because I wholeheartedly believe in every single thing that I preach and talk about and share and research and all of those things. So it's not that like I my content feels like a fraud. Sometimes I feel like what sets me apart? Like why would anybody care? Yep. 
Yeah. So I, I sometimes I like I, I I feel weird about using the word fraud because yeah I know I'm not a fraud like I I'm not lying to people I'm not altering things to make people believe something that I'm not. Like, sometimes I I log online and I'm like. <gasps> I can't breathe. It's too, it's too crowded in here. It's too crowded. I need to log off. Like it's, that's why I deleted TikTok because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I I, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. I'm consuming this for business. I'm consuming this for pleasure. I'm consuming this for research. And I'm like, whoa, Dina, like, uh, this is like, it's like walking into a crowded room and then just like feeling like I need, I need to step out. Mm hmm. It's, it's funny because it's like the fire that you feel in creativity is put out when you have to go on into all these social media a- avenues just to make sure you know what's going on. Yes. And so you can, you feel like you're relevant. TikTok's insane and, and it's new. And, and because you, what you do, you have to know about it. You have to be a part of it. It's almost like a requirement because of the job that you have. So you're just like, I have to do it, but it's making me feel way less creative. So what do you do with that? Yes. You know? Yes. And it's exactly. Yes. What I'm hearing, like, to me, that sounds like anxiety, but it also sounds like overload, you know? So it's because yes. it, it, and it's really hard too, because you have to, I can just get off of every single social media that I'm on and it doesn't affect me in any way. Cause I'm a teacher, you know, but it's mm-hmm. just like you, this is your job. Like you have to be relevant. You have to be on there. You have to be talking to people, you know, but I think that we have to set boundaries. I don't think you have boundaries, which I know is easy for me to say because I'm coming from as an outsider perspective. No, you're right. I don't. But I used to, but I don't anymore. And it's and it's really hard because you are working for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's why, because you're not going to you don't want to let yourself down you're your number one employee, you know, you're your number one boss and you have to do it all. Before I used to be able to set those boundaries because I yep. wasn't, it wasn't generating income and yep. I, it was a hobby and mm-hmm. I could just take a week off and not, nobody would care. And now right. I feel like I don't know how to create those boundaries. And like, sometimes I'll do that like light. Like I like I don't really post on the weekends between the hours of like four and eight, like when my kids are home from school and stuff off limits. I don't mm-hmm. go on them. I can't I physically can't because they're mm-hmm. in my ear all day. So like mm-hmm. I have some boundaries where like I block off time, but it's mostly because I literally have to. They're not healthy boundaries is what I would say. Like right. I'm kind of forced into the boundaries. But then the kids go to bed. And then what do you do? That's my time that I post because my audience is most active in the evening. Okay. So I post um, between like the hours of, I don't know, seven and nine, depending on when the kids are down. And that's when I do like all my client work. Like if I'm posting on behalf of clients, then I'll do it all around that time. Okay. Um, And I'm okay okay with that because it's my way to decompress after dealing with the kids all night. I just Mm kind of sit down and I do, I feel creative. Everything that I've prepped for the week is ready to go to be posted and all of that. And like, I get to take that time to like engage with my followers and my friends online and everything. So that's like my time. And then I log off and then I spend time with my husband. So okay. um, that I feel like is kind of like a healthy boundary. So say I know in the mornings you get up and kids and then until they are wherever they're going, then then are you immediately on social media? 
I'm on social media before I even get my kids up and I absolutely oh, like, like you wake it. up and you're like just taking a minute to wake up and you're on your phone. Yes, I hate it. I hate it. Okay. And I'll yeah. tell you what, the days that I start my days like that, I feel like absolute garbage. Okay. Are those also the days that you have anxiety? Yeah. Like it, uh, by garbage, I mean anxiety. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of times I hear you tell me I woke up with anxiety and I don't know what to do with it. Like I yeah. don't know where it came from. I don't know. Like, I just feel anxious and I can't even like name it. I think where that comes from, it's like A, being like bombarded with information online as soon as I wake up. And two, it's usually when I have tons of creative ideas in my mind that I can't seem to articulate. It's like you've got your creative ideas that you need to get out of your head. And then Mm -hmm. you also have like your actual to-do list. I need to write a contract today, like boring stuff like that, that that Mm -hmm. needs to happen first. And then mixed in with the rabbit holes I go down and it's all mixed in together. And then I think that's where it comes from. Okay, that makes sense. Right off the bat, anybody listening is going to say with me, don't look at your phone when you wake up. Yeah, I know. How? How though? I understand. Like, I I mean, I don't understand. But like, I get where you're coming from. Because like, the first thing you want to do is be like, what's been going on since since I've been sleeping? You know, <laughs> like, the world is insane. Like, you never know. Like, you could, you know, like this morning, you wake up and it's like a huge snowstorm. But like, we can look out the window and see that. Yeah. But um, but like, typically, what I do is swipe away all the notifications that are social media and only respond or look at people trying to talk to me. So like texts, mm-hmm. you know, and I wonder, are you able to do that? Because I know like you're going to wake up and be like, did my sisters text me in the middle of the night? Is everybody okay? Everybody's good. Okay. Now, like get up and start your day. Can do you think you can do it? Yes, I I have to, Shannon. I absolutely have to. I really do not love starting my day like that because I'm I'm going to mm. be on social media all day anyway, working, creating content for myself, for, for clients. I know I'm going to be on there. Let me back up a little bit. I just want to say this before I forget because it's, it's going to be like a really weird thing for me to tell you to do and weird for you. But what if you mm-hmm. turn off your notifications? Oh, yeah, I have them turned off. You do? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Like, I, no way. Oh my my phone would never stop. Like, I, oh, like, you know how yeah. many accounts I'm logged into? Like, five. Oh, yeah, I know. That's and, why I was just, that's what, see, and, and when I envision, envision you waking up and looking at your phone, I envision your phone just being like notification after notification. No and that's why you way. can't ignore it. No, no. I just wow, Dina. Yeah. This is why sometimes I, I miss comments because mm-hmm. I don't have notifications turned on. So like I have to scroll all the way back to see some comments or I have to go on individual posts to find them. Okay. But no okay. way. Like I would be getting notifications from five different accounts. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I thought like that's what you were seeing when you woke up in the morning. No way. I would be so overwhelmed. But then, you know, it doesn't matter because I'm still going in there and like still reading and stuff. So. Right. Right. Okay. How about this? When I think of you opening up Instagram in the morning when you're laying in bed, I'm thinking, well, she just started. She's just on the clock right now. She just decided she wanted to be on the clock while she's still laying in bed this morning. Yeah. Like why do that to yourself? Yeah. You know, like try maybe yeah. like you need to have your own time. You you we need to carve out Dina time hundred percent. And laying in your bed in the morning is not a time for you to be stressed out about any type of work. So I really think that you should you should 
be in certain areas in your house when you, when you work, I know you need to be comfortable, but I just, I don't know anytime before like nine o'clock, you're not allowed. I just think you should make it a rule in your head that you are not allowed to get on Instagram. You are not allowed to, you know, look at any sort of notification connected to work Mm -hmm. because it's not time yet. It's not time to start your day. You haven't had your coffee. Mm -hmm. I love that. Like you're letting social media dictate how your day is going to start and how you, your brain is going to start off before you even like tell anybody good morning. Yeah. You know, so you could start off tense and nobody could even know why Mm -hmm. not to say that any of it isn't legitimate because I'm sure it is. It's just not time to start yet. I love that. I have been struggling with that for years, even before I started doing this full time. Yeah, basically the days where I'm rushed and I don't have time to look or do anything. And then like I drop the kids off and then I'm straight to my desk and then like 11, 12 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't checked my phone yet. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Yep. It bogs you down. Yeah. Like It it even does it for me because like if I if if like say I wake up early, the only time I do it is if I wake up early because I got to get on the road and go. And that's always like the most important thing is to be there. I love being to work early. That's just my thing. But if I get on my phone and I'm, and I'm like screwing around on my phone before I leave, I always end up leaving later. Mm -hmm. But then when I get to work, I come into my room, sit down and like, Oh, and I pull my phone out and I get back to where I was. Yeah. You pick up. And I'm just like, this isn't even part of my day. Like, what am I doing right now? Like, who cares about any of this? Like, I need to come up with like what I'm about to do in 20 minutes or what I'm going to do in eighth period or, you know, like that's why I get to work early. So I can be mentally prepared for my day, not like what, you know, sticking Jennifer Aniston's hair product is. And I just need to look deeper into it because maybe I need to look like Jennifer. And I'm just like, okay, Shannon, just stop, just stop, you know? Yeah. But it's just, I mean, I know that's a different route than what you're doing. You're like looking at people talking to you and stuff like that. That's different, but it's going to get you. Sometimes they're going to make your day, but sometimes they're going to tick you off and then Mm -hmm. you're screwed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to shout out this episode's sponsor, Smash and Tess. Seeing models wearing the same exact piece in a range of sizes from 3 extra small to 4X on the Smash and Test website was not only refreshing, but it made it incredibly easy for both of us to find our size. Shannon and I both got the Wednesday romper. You can see me wear it on Instagram at Dina's Days and head to smashtest.com to check out that romper and other cozy pieces. Don't forget to use our code THANKS to save 15% off. It expires February 28th. I need to ask you something. So a couple of days ago, you had major anxiety, right? Yeah. And I asked you to do something really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, so Dina was like, Shannon, I've had anxiety all day. And it's like, it was like noon we were talking and, and she's just like, I don't, I don't know how to change it. And I can't get anything done. And I just feel anxious. And, and I'm like asking her all these questions, trying to figure out like what it's from. And she's like, I don't know. Like I, it just is. It's just like how I woke up. I don't know how to change it. And so I'm like, okay. Cause I, of course it's like, I saw YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, get a bowl of water that you can fit your face in. And she's just like, what? And, and I'm like, get a bowl of water. You can fit your face in, fill it with ice and water. Cause it needs to be super, super, super cold. And she's just like, okay. Like she really didn't want to, but I was like, but do it for the sake of the podcast. And she was like, all right, all right. So <laughs> I'm like, I need you to shove your face in it 
and then just like hold it for a second and come back up and then shove your face in it, hold it for a second, come back up, do like three times. So how'd that work out for you? Uh, it was, it was good. Like it it, it felt good. First of all, it felt refreshing. It felt like I Uh went outside and I love that feeling after being in my office all day and then just like stepping outside and feeling the super cold air. So it kind of felt like a, like a rush of fresh air. Yes. And I will say, so like after lunch, so after I did that, I felt better, but I don't know if it was because I had a really productive meeting or if it's because I splashed my face with water, maybe it was a combination, okay. but like my okay. day got, my day got better. Okay. I think okay. A, a big part of it too was like, I just, I, I did something that made me feel right. Like if being yeah. you know, productive and like smart and creative and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I totally get it. Yeah, so it's just like having a meeting where everything went really well, of course, that's going to boost you. Like that's Mm going to reduce your anxiety. And that might've even been where where your anxiety was coming from, honestly. You know, like maybe you were worried about that meeting. Maybe, I don't don't know. Uh, Looking back on that day, so I think there were so many things happening. And in that moment, I felt like I wanted to vomit and I couldn't really articulate what was happening. First of all, I probably spent an obscene amount of time on social media wasting time. And then when I realized that I was wasting time, like half my morning uh, mm-hmm. had passed. So then another, I think another big part of it too was like, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the beginning of the week. I, I just, I, I I always do that. Even back in our nonprofit days, remember? Yep. Like I, yep. I, I just do that to myself. Calm down. Like It's going to yeah. get done by Friday. Like, you know, yep. I know how productive I can be. Like, I, I need to trust myself. Yes. I need to trust yes. myself that things are just going to get done. And in that on that particular day, I had to come up with a ton of creative ideas. And I just could not think of anything. And mm-hmm. then I then went down this rabbit hole of like, I've been doing this for so long. And you're just not relevant anymore. And okay. That just mm-hmm. like, so it's like a tr- like that word. Those yeah, words were triggers. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I've mm-hmm. been telling myself that a lot lately. Like it's okay. it's a terrible thing to say. No, but it's that's part of where this imposter syndrome is coming from. Like that's that's like that's a huge like I feel like that's the root of a lot of it is being irrelevant because it's like a it's like a keyword out there with Gen Z. And you're looking at TikToks where they're probably, that's like truly making you feel that way. And I know right now, just by looking at you, that you feel incredibly vulnerable saying those words out loud. Oh yeah. I'm Um, really, I'm uncomfy. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) you need to, when, when you say, um, I'm not relevant, I need you to stop and I need you to be like, Yes, you are. I'm a badass bitch. Like you need, you need to just stop it in its tracks because we know all the reasons why you're relevant, but I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know this is going to be very uncomfortable for you, but real quick, let's pop down to why you're relevant. Tell me, tell me successes that you've had right now. I want you to tell me successes that you've had. And I know it's awful because you just feel like you're just being a show off or like being all arrogant. But this is why you started to do this by yourself. This is (laughs) 
my gosh, she's turning into cousin it. <laughs> I'm covering my face. Okay. Okay. You, successes. You gave me. Yep. Tell me your successes right now. She. I made her write them down earlier, uh, so she she doesn't have this just off the top of her head. Okay. Something I'm really, 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 really proud of. I have either brought on new clients or expanded partnerships with existing clients since I've started full time. That was a very, very big accomplishment for me. And that was yeah, a goal that I set and I have made really great relationships with some coaching clients, social media clients that they're like the, the ideal client. I absolutely love them. And then some existing brand partnerships have really grown and like I've pitched ideas and you know, fees that I didn't think I would get and I did and I'm feeling really good about that. There you go. Give me more. Tell me more. Don't don't just stop. Tell me more. Even if it feels cringy, say it. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. Here's a really good one. I have helped Goodwill grow their Instagram account. I had several posts go viral or semi-viral. It was it was a good thing to put on my resume. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Anything else? Guys, she has like 10 things oh, written down. Oh, 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 this is something I'm really proud of because it's something okay. I've been thinking about for years. I moved my Instagram shop from Instagram to an online website, which yes. uh, the reason yes. why I had to do that was because it was growing and I couldn't manage it all on my own. So now having it online helps me streamline, become more efficient. That okay. was that was a goal I've had for it, it was it was just something I had been thinking about like on and off like oh benefits, pros, cons, you know, and the pros outweigh the cons once I started growing. Okay. That's awesome. Wow, that doesn't sound like anybody that's irrelevant to me. Like Aww. like no, and I'm not being like I think anybody hearing that like how could you possibly be irrelevant and be able to do all of these amazing things? Like, you know what's going on out there. Like, you are a part of it. You know what's going on before we know what's going on. You tell us in chats a lot of times what's about to be the next big thing, and it happens, but it's not yet, you know, because you are relevant. You're up on everything that's going on. I don't care how old you are, you know, and it, it's, you can, it doesn't matter if how old you are now. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you can always be relevant. Would you ever, ever in America say <laughs> that Blanche Devereaux is irrelevant? Oh my gosh, I love you. <laughs> That's amazing. That's No, you're absolutely right. I recently took a mini course with actually a client of mine who teaches courses. And the course was about finding your word for the year. It's just like this really fun activity that we did. P.S. Highly recommend it. I'm going to try to get the link from her. And okay. I, Shannon, you 100% need to take this with her. You would, The whole time I was in this class, I was like, Shannon would love this. Shannon would love this. Oh. And it's this really fun exercise that helps you define your, your word for the year. So I was doing this exercise and I kept coming back to this idea that like, I need to redefine what success means for me. Mm-hmm. And deep down in my heart of hearts, I know what success should mean for me. Right. Like it's these goals that I set for myself and that I accomplish them doing really hard things that I never thought I would be able to do or, you know, maintaining these relationships that I've had with brands and organizations for the last 12 years. Like yeah. I'm so proud of that. Like, and I've been working on nurturing those for over a decade. So like things like that to me, like that's a solid definition of success. But what happens to me when I go down these rabbit holes, I start to redefine what success means in my head. And then I start to think, Oh, success is this arbitrary number of likes. Success is this arbitrary number of views. What? 
Yes. And then I just get so sucked into that. Like, I can't even describe how much I become that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I snap out of it and I have these like creative, like productive meetings and goal setting and brainstorming, I'm like, no, this is what success should look like. Like these, this is what it is at right. the end of the day. Right. And that is like my ultimate goal for this year is to like redefine what success means for me mm-hmm. and my business and my my life and bottle that up and remind myself of that every single day. Oh, everybody needs to do that. Because I think we get sucked into things that don't really matter yep. in the end. Like when you turn your phones off, none of that matters, you know? And it's just, it's so hard because we live in an age where we're on our phones all the time. Everybody is. It's easy to get sucked into, oh, how many likes does she have? Oh, how many likes does he have? Oh, he must be better because he has more likes. When it's just like, you have no clue how he got them. Number one, Mm. you know, (laughs) like you said, it's arbitrary. Who cares? But yeah, that is, it is so hard. And I think defining what, what success means to you or what success means to me, like even as a teacher, Mm -hmm. like I, like I get sucked into, like you were saying earlier, looking at other, like other influencers or whatever and seeing what they're doing or other thrifters and seeing what they're doing. And I do the same thing with teachers. Mm -hmm. I'll be like looking at what teachers are doing and just be like, wow, I can't believe I never thought to do that before. Yes. Or like my kids don't know that yet. And they're on the same playing field as these kids. What am I doing? Where did I go wrong? Wow. And then I, you have to stop and you have to be like, where did I go right? Yeah. Because it's, it's not like I wouldn't have got fired by now if I was doing it wrong. So then you always have to stop and say, where did I go right? Mm-hmm. What did I do right? What can my kids do that those kids can't do? Or am I going to teach those kids at a different time for a different reason? Be, you know, like we're not all on the same path. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we have to define, like you said, what is success for you? What is success for me? It's not going to be the same. It, like me and, and the Spanish teacher, success might be totally different between the yes. two of us, but but, well, but we're both successful, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I love that, Dina. That is definitely our homework. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The part about kind of creativity too, that I am learning and having challenges with sometimes is you constantly have to be creative, right? You're constantly thinking of new ideas, which is great. That's what we chose to do. This is what we're meant to do, right? Like you're constantly gonna have a new great idea to kind of fill your cup up but I'd be lying if I said that sometimes I might feel like my idea isn't cool enough or it's overdone I'll come up with an idea or I'll be like an early adopter of an idea and then you know like anything else online the masses start to do it and I'm like all right what are you gonna do differently now yeah I know at the end of the day, I'll think of something new. I always do. I always do. But those growing pains are really uncomfortable. I need better coping mechanisms to go through those Mm -hmm. growing pains. Because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know I'll get, I know I'll come out the other end of this. But like that process is like, just being kinder to yourself. Like just give, give yourself some grace to get through this. Yep. uh, These, these growing pains. Yep. Like you're not perfect. You're not, you know, like nobody is. So, so you know how I listen to podcasts all the time. Like I'm always listening to like celebrities and listening to this podcast where David Sedaris was on and he was talking, you know, I listened to somebody else talk about this too, where 
they're both writers, but they have creative times. Mm. They know every day when their creative slot yes. is. Yeah. And I think that we all have that because yep. I know when mine is. Like after I've listened to them talk, I was like, I know when I'm creative. Like when? I know when I can like be on fire unless I'm having a bad day because that's just normal. When, when's but, your time? Um, when's your time? Mine's in the morning. Uh-huh. David Sedaris is amazing. Yeah. This dude goes on a two to three hour walk in the middle of the night every single night. Wow. But which I know like we know who can do that. Like I need, I need my sleep. Yeah. But he then he wakes up super early and he has that time from like whenever he wakes up to like a specific stop time. And I don't remember what it was, but that's when he writes every single day. And wow. like, and like he could write straight garbage. He could write one paragraph. Mm-hmm. He could write six, six pages. Like he, he said every single day, you just never know, but you've got to do it. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I really like that. Cause you, you know, when that time frame is when your brain is on fire and like, you can be really innovative in that time. And you have to find that like creative window of yourself. Cause some people are like late at night. Some people yeah. are early in the morning. Like it just depends. So like, when's yours? Do you know? I'm, I'm in the morning and okay. <laughs> again, this is why I'm trying to teach myself more coping mechanisms like that. Like, I love that example because I am definitely in the morning. And instead of nurturing that feeling and being like, okay, here's a fun exercise for you to get these ideas out or to do that thing or whatever, I I manifest that into like this into anxiety like mm-hmm. oh my god there's too many ideas there's too many things there's not enough time in the yes. day oh my god but i have this email i have blah, 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 blah. Yep. And i'm like yep. whoa i i need to figure out a way to nurture that creative time instead of okay. turning it into an anxious time oh man this is this is so perfect when it comes to like to-do lists like because we used to do this back when we first met you'd just be like Wah! and then we'd come up with like a <laughs> we'd come up with like a list of like do the most important thing, the most tedious, most important thing first, get it out of the way and then do all the easy stuff. And then your day just gets easier. But like creativity doesn't work like that. Number one, you have to stop calling your anxiety, anxiety, and you have to start calling it excitement. Mm. You have to start being like, I am so excited. I have all these amazing ideas. I just need to get them down on paper. Oh, I love that. Okay, I love like, that. Like just throw that word anxiety out of your vocabulary when it comes to this feeling that you're having, because you are excited in that moment. You have all these ideas flying through your head and you just got to get them down. However it works for you, type it out, write it out, just like do a big fat brain dump Mm -hmm. and then work it, like make it look nice later, like organize it later. Mm -hmm. Like even if it doesn't make sense coming out from, you know, like writing it or whatever, you will make sense of it at some point, but like, just get it out of your brain and stop calling it anxiety. Let's call it excitement. Mm -hmm. Because I think just being excited that like puts a smile on my face. Like I'm excited instead of like anxiety puts like a knot in my stomach and I'm Mm -hmm. nervous, but like, these are good things coming from you. You know, you just said you're on fire. You're ready to go. Like, that's all good. Mm -hmm. So you got to reframe it. You got to stop saying anxiety. Okay. Maybe my word of the year, because I'm not like, I'm not done figuring out what my word is after that class. Like, I'm still thinking about it. Maybe Mm -hmm. my word of the year is reframe or some type of similar word to that, because Mm -hmm. I need to like reframe my mindset. I need to reframe time management, not wasting time, not wasting time 
focusing on the things that don't matter. Okay. Okay. Even like saying like you're wasting time. I think you should even reframe that because sometimes you would say that you're wasting time because you're not being productive, but maybe you're being creatively innovative in the moment. You're not wasting time because you're not writing an email to somebody. That time is still being used properly. Gotcha. And you're so right. One time when I was working at my office job, I met with a career coach that they had offered like kind of through my job. And we had like a couple meetings and he said something like that too. He was like, you have to redefine what productivity means and looks like for you. Because Mm -hmm. just because you're not checking something off of a list or like you said, writing an email or writing a report doesn't mean you're not being productive. There are different ways that you can be productive or that you are being productive. And that's, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Like, it's funny because I had all these things written down to talk to you about and they've all naturally just come up and yeah. it's just been so nice. I want to go back to your talk in your head. What What was the first sentence I told you to come to say to yourself? Do you remember? Because I, I can't even remember. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. It's so simple. I'm good at this. And another one I heard you say that I want you to also say to yourself is I trust myself. Yeah. Because you do, you do, you do trust yourself and you have, you have like all of these successes to prove that you should trust yourself. So you need to say, I'm good at this. I trust myself. Is there anything else that has come up while we've been talking like that you think that you can roll in there? Yeah. Your point about productivity is really resonating with me because As much as I kind of have like a creative mind, I'm also, as you know, very goal and task oriented. I just need to kind of, like you said, reframe what that looks like, what it means, just not getting so worked up the beginning of the week about all of the things that need to happen and all of these sort of like restrictions that I've put on myself. Okay. Because what what I think the deeper thing in this point of time in my life, because I am like my own boss and I'm trying, trying to build my own business, is that if I don't do it, nobody else is. Like I have to do this thing. I have to get that paycheck. I have to, you know, build this part of my business. So, so in those moments, back to I trust myself. You know, like, I know that this sounds so corny, but, but when I've stopped myself and saying negative stuff, it is dumb stuff. It is like, it's just like, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. You know, it's like the dumb stuff that'll just be going through my head. That's negative. And then that's what like starts my day. Like you can say those simple things back to yourself and just calm yourself down. And I know like, and, and just calm yourself down, like get over it. Like, I'm not saying it like that, but I'm saying like, just start to like get your brain back into that that thought process of I can do this. I yeah. got this. With this other project that I'm working on, not cooked up enough yet for me to share what it is. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, I'm like, oh, you even heard my voice messages that I sent you. I'm like, oh, you're I pumped. can do this. I have this idea. I have yep. it like written out. And then now that I'm working on it, mm-hmm. literally every single day I say to myself, this is the stupidest thing. You yep. cannot do this. People yep. are going to criticize you. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, let them do it. Like, this is your goal, not theirs. Uh, but I know let them cri- deep down, it's a good idea. It's an amazing idea. And number two, 
what I, what I need you to do literally every single time, if you get in a rut to the point that you have to put all your hair over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I do this? It's so I- funny. No, it's okay. Like if you get to the point where you're just like, when you're trying to say these things to yourself, like I trust myself, I can do this. And you and then your negative talk is taken over and they're going, no, you can't. Blah, blah, blah. I need you to get your list of successes out. I need you to read those. Okay. I need you to, you're reframing your attitude. You're telling that person inside that is negative to shut up that you got this. Like, like who is even talking right now saying yeah. all this negative crap to you? Nobody close to you would talk to you like that. Why would you allow yourself to talk to yourself like that? You're right. And it's just like, I'm talking, you yell at me all the time for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we all do it. It's so hard. Yep. Yeah, it's so easy but, for me to say that to you. Yep. When yep, I see you do each other that. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Like just today, you're like, Shannon, be nice to yourself. Yeah. And it's just it's so easy to get down on yourself because you expect better. Yeah. You're like, I can do better. Yeah. You know, but like who's that talking? Like everybody just relax. Like you know. Yeah. Like, but you need to pull those successes out. Like you having like, I'm so proud of you for writing those down because I know it's so hard. Like, I don't have a list of successes and I probably should write one down for these days that I just feel like I'm a total piece of crap, you know? Like, oh, Shannon, just, you need to do that because I oh, can think of like a hundred right now. Oh, but it's you. just like, you just pop this list up. You need to grow this list, number one, because I know you got more than this. But just read it, read it. And then again, you know, I trust myself. I I got this. You know what else I want to add to this list is like, I'm looking at this list and like a lot of it is like money related business because it was like a lot of it is like related to work. But like right. what I want to add to this list is like, I don't kind of like thinking about my goal for this year is like redefining what success means. For me, it's like, it's not just these things. Like success could be non-monetary business related successes in my life that mm-hmm. I know are very important and valuable. Like relationships is like a huge part of this. Like mm-hmm. I know I kind of mentioned that in one of the points on my list of successes, but relationships are really, really, really important to me. And so oftentimes there's no monetary value attached to that. And I I really want this. I don't want this list to just constantly just be money and numbers because that's Mm -hmm. what a lot of it is looking like. And that's because that's what our world tells us is is successful. So this is your homework right now. And I asked you to write down successes and you think, okay, what does the world think of success? And then Mm -hmm. you write down all those things. And then you have like now it's like you have to step back and be like, okay, but what does Dina think is success? You know, it's just like exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, what is success to you? What is success to me? It's different for everyone. And I think that's the coolest thing that's come out of this so far is redefining our successes. Because just because the world says, you know, making a ton of money is success, you know, that person could be completely and totally miserable and be, you know, quote, successful. But like, in my eyes, that's not success. I want to be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah reframe this list (laughs) i love i love that task make a list Mm -hmm. of successes like positive affirmations Mm -hmm. and i absolutely love what you said about kind of redefining that feeling of anxiety and excitement actually i remember one time i was on a radio show i was so nervous which is really weird like i 
Stuff like that doesn't make me nervous. But for some mm-hmm. reason, I don't know why, maybe it was the topic or something. I felt sick to my stomach. And the guy that was on air with me, the the other guest was like, redefine what that feeling means. He's like, instead of calling it nerves, like he's like, call it excitement. Like you are excited yeah. to be on air right now. Yeah. And it, he told me that right before we went on air. And I was like, okay, I, that, that's a cool way to look at it. It really does help. It's all about what the words that we say to ourselves. Yep. Yep. All right. Before we wrap this up, you got one last thing to do, which I know is hard. But after hearing everything, you need time to yourself, friend. Oh, do I ever, Shannon. But like, you need to get like, I know it's so much easier said than done. Me being like, you need to do this and you need to do that. I know. I agree with you. I agree. But like, you have got to find when's your, your creative time. And then is your creative time also time that you can do something that you love every morning before you before you start work can you have 15 minutes to yourself can you walk around the block for 15 minutes I realize it's so hard because no it's not that hard Shannon I just can't get myself to do it I feel the same I feel the same way I'm so I work for myself I can do whatever schedule I I can create whatever schedule I want like I can totally go outside and walk three times a day during my shift yeah. But I But it's just you're how, probably worried you're it? worried about productivity. Yeah. You're like I'm going to do that and then those 15 minutes I could have been doing x y and z. But then really but, during those 15 minutes I'm probably scrolling TikTok. Yes. Yes. So I really want you to have time away from your phone. I'm skipping ahead in my brain cuz I know you, but Dina likes to go outside. Like she likes to like being outside like helps her yes. brain Like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, most people are this way. Being outside for just even 15 minutes just helps. And you need to leave your phone at home. Okay. You can be away from your phone for 15 minutes. I would love to be away from my phone for 15 minutes. You know, but it's just like, (laughs) I think if you take that 15 minute walk, you're basically going to be David Sedaris and you're going to have tons and tons of great ideas popping in. You know, you're going to have some relaxation you can even in your head, like envision, okay, this is what's next. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be easy. Yeah. And I'm like, gonna, I'm in a good headspace. Like, a walk has never failed me ever. Right. Ever, right? ever, ever, ever. Like, I have never been on a walk and been like, well, that sucked. You know, like, <laughs> I didn't like the way that made me feel after. Like, they, it's, all, and even sometimes it's like, I feel the effects of it like a couple hours later where I'm like, yeah, Ooh, I feel like I can breathe. Yeah, it like gives you energy. It's like when I stuck my face in that bowl of water. I was like, "Ooh, that was." Like, oh yeah, we never went back to that. Yeah, I was like, "That it was made you refreshing. feel good." Yeah, yeah, it yeah. felt refreshing. So yeah, it's I just like so sticking your. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off for a second, but sticking your face in a really cold thing of water, um, it's supposed to like jolt your body and and kind of put you at a restart. So I don't know if it did that for you. I didn't do it. I just watched a YouTube on it. <laughs> I want you to do it today. I need to. I need to. Because you been, want, you were grumpy this weekend, so you should do it. I was. I was. Yeah. So it's just like, it's supposed to help give your body like a restart if you're in a bad funk. So I don't, I mean, I don't know if anybody wants to try it or whatever. And I don't, like you said, it might've helped. It might've been a combination, yeah. but you need to make time for yourself. Okay. Question, because I've been thinking about this. Actually, I was thinking one Friday a month, my husband and I need to go on a date like yes desperately so I was like I'm gonna split the kids up one Mm -hmm. of them goes to my sister's and then you Mm -hmm. come and watch the baby yep 
so easy. Would you do that? Dude. One Friday a month. It's the easiest thing in America. Come come over, hang out with the smiliest kid in the world. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to put it on our calendar. And invite me. Okay. I will. Like it's so, it's so, and don't eat this. You know what? This is, no, I'm not going to do it. Cause if you give me one freaking dollar, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> I'm serious. I do buy- not. Okay. I'll buy you dinner. No, I don't want your dinner. Okay, fine. Give, fine. Let me, let me eat Teta Pies out of your freezer. Okay. Okay. Just like I did last time. Cause that was amazing. <laughs> I love it. I was so excited when you were going through. Oh, they were so good. <laughs> Gosh. So, okay. So that's one thing you're going to do for yourself. That's good. What, what's something like, like you immediately said, I can walk around three times a day. Let's start slow. Okay. Let's just do like, I want you to get outside once a day for 15 minutes. Okay. And and if that means like today we're straight up snowed in, if that means just going outside on your patio, okay, not be, you can't be around your kids. You can't be, you know, like if you go on your patio and that stresses you out, go outside and sit in a chair. Or like go outside and just like stand and just like stare at the trees and look at how beautiful nature is. Or I know this sounds so corny, but it usually makes you feel so good. Oh, 100%. I'm going to do it. I love that idea. I can do 15 minutes without my phone outside. Yes. Come on. And like you have a, do you have a watch though? Like don't go back in after five minutes and be like, that was good because you don't have your phone to time it. (laughs) I have a watch. Okay. I'll wear my Fitbit. So we've talked about a lot of stuff. I know we jumped around a lot, but I feel like we came back to all the important stuff. Tell me how you are going to combat imposter syndrome now. Oh, gosh, lots of ways. First of all, I'm going to focus on my mental health and give myself breaks, physical, mental breaks. I think that will really, really, really help. Like I just need to step away from what I'm doing. The biggest thing that I'm taking away from all of this is like the word redefine, reframe. Mm-hmm. redefine what success means, redefine and reframe what you're saying to yourself, redefine and reframe those feelings that you're feeling, like have them manifest in a different way. Yet redefine kind of like what productivity means to you. And I'm going to um, redefine kind of like how I spend my time, like that create that creative block of time. That that to me is like one of the root causes of my problems of feeling insecure at moments where I'm like, I can't define what I'm feeling right now. I don't know what to do with this energy. I don't know what to do with these feelings. I plan on using that time in a different way. Like you said, Mm -hmm. creating these brainstorming sheets or going for a walk or um, not starting my day with my phone, not defining success based on arbitrary numbers. It's a little bit of like a mental game and it's a little bit of like an actual physical game. Like here's what you're going to do physically with your body and your your stuff to make you feel better. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. That sounds so good. I'm so proud of you. I didn't know this was hard. This was really hard, but I knew I knew you'd come through. You always come through with this kind of stuff. Thank you, well, Shannon. You, I mean, you came through for me too because I'm pumped to come up with a list of what success means to me. Yeah, because I need it. I need it for my classroom. I, I mean, love that idea for you because I never really thought about kind of like from a teacher's point of view because I do see a lot of like teacher influencers online now. Mm-hmm it's almost become like this competition of how, who has like the better classroom and yep. who has the cooler space and yep. who's the most fashionable teacher, yes, who's the most relate- the stuff. Who's yes. the most relatable, cool teacher. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yep. what really matters is 
what the kids are getting out of it. Exactly. Exactly. And then to put a pandemic on top of it, you're just like, okay, I can't do this. Like uh, I'm drowning, you know? So yeah, yeah, I think it's really, it's really hard. And a long time ago, I stopped following all those teachers Mm -hmm. because I, I had a lot of reasons why um, it wouldn't work in my classroom, mm-hmm. but then, but then, you know, it's just like that this isn't doing anything for me. It's not, it's not giving me a new way to teach. It's not giving me a new way to get this information to the kids. It's not giving me a new game. You know, it's not fulfilling me in any way. It's just making me feel jealous. So yeah. what's the point in that? You know, so if you have people that are making you feel anxious or upset or not good enough, then unsubscribe. Yeah. Make sure you invoice me for this therapy session. <laughs> I'm like, I will need 18 <laughs> spinach tete pies. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's cool. I'm thank glad. Thank you. I, 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 oh my God. Thank you. This was fun. Hopefully people who are listening can, if you feel the same way, can do these couple exercises, like make a list of accomplishments. Look into the Word of the Year mini course. It's with Creative Groove. That's her name on Instagram, at Creative Groove. I I think it's live. I'm going to double check. But anyway, follow her at Creative Groove and keep up with her to see when that comes up. And get some fresh air. I have one last thing to say. Ready? Stop. Collaborate. Don't listen to that voice in your head. (laughs) It's just be that (laughs) negative voice in your head. Don't collaborate. This is the best thing. I didn't way to even end say it. it right. Oh my Stop. God. But don't collaborate and listen to that negative voice in your head. Okay. Do you do this for your students? Because if you do, you're the best teacher in the world. Oh, they are so irritated. I sing to them all the time, <laughs> especially when they're do not. Do you really? Oh, yeah. When they're, especially when they're not doing what they're supposed to do and I'm irritated. Like, instead of being irritated, I just start singing and then and then the vibe changes to like, what? You know, instead of me being all like, why don't you have a pencil yet? I'll just be like, do you have that pencil yet? <laughs> They're over in the bin. Just go grab it. Oh, and then or it'll be so like, funny. I told you to open your laptop, not not <laughs> open your book. Are you with me? And they're always just like, can you stop? Can you stop singing? Can you, Miss G, stop. And I'm like, yeah, open your laptop. Let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what the next topic is? Yes. And I'm already annoyed by it because it's mine. <laughs> and I don't mean annoyed. I mean, I feel vulnerable. Our next topic is, wait, can we talk about the clothes I buy that I don't wear? Yeah, that's me. I'm already feeling, I'm already wanting to like crawl into a turtle shell and just like... <laughs> Not talk about it because I'm embarrassed by it. Why would you be embarrassed? This is so I, common. I keep buying all these clothes and I'm just like, oh, this is so cute. This is so cute. And then I wake up in the morning and I like find the most comfortable, boring outfit and okay. just wear it. I think, no, this is this is my kind of topic because been there, done that a million times. Yes. So I might have a fun little exercise for us. We'll see. Oh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to our first episode of Wait, Can We Talk About? Hopefully we all took something away from this. I know I definitely have. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, you too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thanks, It's Thrifted with Dina and Shannon. For episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. And let us know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. You can find us on Instagram at thanksitsthrifted.pod. 
I'm at Dina's Days. Shannon is at Fat Don't Crack. And on Facebook, look up Dina's Days.